Good morning. Good morning. Java Delight will uplift you. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Grab your coffee. Stay tuned. This show is about to begin. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for being a minute late. Ilsa and I have been a little distracted this morning. We were actually playing in the background, watching the live stream of William Shatner getting ready to go into space. So we will be bringing this in and back and forth so that way we could share it with you guys. We have the sound off so we could talk with it. And William Shatner just rang the bell. He is going into space, 90 years old, going into space. He looks nervous right there, but he's one of these guys. He's an American hero. So he's going up into space for 10 minutes. He's going to stay up in space and they're going to have him float and everything. It is absolutely astonishing to me. Everything that this man has done in his life. He has been an American I, I don't want to call him a hero, but he's been an American staple in many different areas. For him to be heading up into space with Jeff Bezos' company, The Boring Company. Yes, that is the name of the company, believe it or not. I said but that. The Boring Company. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> I know, that's why I say it like that. I waited to say it to you, too. And he's going into space today. And I think it's interesting that the man that's known for being an old grandpa kind of creepy guy is also going in. We're getting rid of him. We're kicking him into space on the same day that is no bra day. It is no bra day, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that today is international no bra day. If you are a woman and you are wanting to just let the ladies free, let them fly, let them be what they're supposed to be and land where they're supposed to land, just like William Shatner is going to do, please do us a favor. Say, let, let that side boob show. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Thank you for our, for, for our um, sign. What a beautiful yes. sign. I think this is a beautiful sign, hand-drawn by the wonderful Miss Britt Bratt. She Thanks, drew this yesterday and showed this to me, and I was like, are you trying to write my name, your name? brat or are you just going to leave it at bra because tomorrow's international no bra day and she like writes back right away she goes uh i'll put something on there i'll figure it out and this was hilarious this is perfect <laughs> i love the creativity i love what she got into there oh, uh, we're gonna have a fun day we have sydney oh my gosh i'm gonna mess up his last name uh singer sydney singer. singer coming back on today he is going to talk to us he was a doctor his wife got breast cancer and then they started finding the researching and they connected links between breast cancer and um, wearing a bra. 
Yeah, and wearing a bra. My mind just stopped because it closed. I, it, you and I, you saw when I hit live earlier, my screen went out and I lost everything. So tech fails are all... It, hello, we'll be there today. Uh, actually, I'm going to be at your... Uh, the. Uh, the Jacksons. I know I'm not saying the right the name of the show. I will be watching that tonight. I'm super excited for that. But I wanted to make sure we pulled in International No Broad Day because it, the truth is there's a lot happening right now, and we are all wanting to make sure that we spread this positivities. We're we're spreading good news. We're spreading delight. And at the end of it all, we want to make sure that we're bringing up the best of what we have for everybody. And so for that, remember, pass it along. It is International No Broad Day. I will post this picture from Brit Brett, hang it up on Delight's wall, make sure we post it for everybody. So that way we know what it is. If you have, oh, hell yeah, I know I'm going to be having comments then. I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, Ooh, just got. Jessica's for real. That did not come out the way I hoped it would. Not at all. Did you see that? Like, I tried so hard to make it rhyme perfectly, and it didn't. That's what happened. Don't worry. Don't it. worry. I've had hiccups the whole day. It happens. It's not just the computers that's glitching. I've been glitching the whole day. <laughs> I My thought it was system and everything. Well, yesterday, Brett said, uh, Brett Gordon from Businesses Are People Too made the comment that it's a, that there were solar flares that were kicking in. Uh, Brett, Brett Breakthrough Show says, hello, love and appreciate. Um, and, and she, I, we all have to love this bra because this was phenomenally done. Uh, Brett, Brett took her time. She drew this up. Uh, thank you for that, Brett. And Elsa and I were talking about how the, we both woke up and our energies just felt pushed down today. It we, we both had to talk each other up and just, Hey, it's going to be a good day. Uh, what's going through your mind? How can I encourage you? What can I do to make, you know, you're appreciated things like that. And it was a good conversation for Brit Brett, Brit Brett for Elsa and I this morning. Uh, I think Elsa's computer just froze too, because look, she's not moving. Watch this. Elsa, how you doing? That's wonderful to hear. I'm glad you're doing well. Glad to see you. You can play that role in Frozen so well. You just stay right there. Don't move. Let's let's just keep you where you're at. Perfect. Uh, I'm in a good positive spot this morning. I love that, Brit Brett. I wonder why that is. Maybe you had fun with people and you got to draw no bras. And then Stuart Lone Wolf says, good morning, y'all. Good morning, Stuart. Thank you for joining us. So, Today, we are actually going to celebrate International No Bra Day, as many of you know. We're going to make sure Elsa stays frozen because she is one of the ones that are putting out positivity. She's making sure we all see the goods in her life. And she's wanting to spread good things as she completely removes herself from the screen. And I see she's left the, the stream. I think she has more internet problems today. We've both been having fun with that. Uh, good morning, Sherry McQueen, Britt, Brett, Jessica, and Stuart. And I hear somebody messaging me in the background, but that's okay. I'll code it in a second. So International No Broad Day. Let's have a moment to talk about this, uh, where we're going, what we're doing with this. So we've talked about this for a month. Ilsa has been doing, she's been bra free since 83 is the joke I've been making, but 
she's been actually going without wearing a bra for about a month now. I'd love to know how she's doing with it, how she's feeling. She'll be back with us in a second. But truth be told, this is what we're focusing on. We're making sure women understand that men, we can respect women and give them that chance to feel comfortable. If they're not wearing a bra, guess what? That's for their health. We're learning about what that means, how that flows, and how to be able to make sure we just got load shedding. I don't know what that means. Elsa, tell me what that means, load shedding. Um, but we are able to talk about what this is. Uh, oh my gosh. I, mean, I I love whoever you are, but I have to make sure that I say equal rights is, is just respect. It's respecting one another. Uh, it's wanting to know. Um, Oh, Elsa will not have power for the next two hours. Uh, her country's been doing rolling blackouts. So guess what, guys? I'm going to do an entire interview about bras, and I'm going to need help from everybody being able to talk about this and comments and all that, because I, 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 I like breasts, but I do not want to be able to be the only one here talking about it. Uh, I don't want to look at myself in the mirror the whole time and be like, oh my gosh, Brandon, look, you look so handsome today. Because, let me button this. But I actually want to pull something fun in. Uh, guys, we've had a really good time lately. We've been able to do some fun things with the show. But the other thing we're doing is... We're watching William Shatner go into space on this, what appears to be giant penis. Uh, yes, I did say that. I said it because truth be told, it looks like that. I'm not trying to be weird. That's just how it looks. And you can't tell me it doesn't. Um, I will send questions. I have so many broken hearts. I love you. It's okay. Um, he's going to be sending up, going into space. William Shatner is 90 years old. He's heading into space. Uh, he's known as Captain Spock. And I I think that this is a really cool thing. And the question that Ilsa asked me right off the bat this morning is, would you go to space? Truth be told, I would. I would love to do that. Like, uh, If you want to go to space, write a comment in the comments now because, like, space is something that, that makes me go. It's also officially... Metastic Breast Cancer Day. Yes, it is. And then Brit Brett says, first, th first thing this morning, Lolo is crying because she spilled her water on her tennis shoes and pants. It's a gym day. She did, And she didn't have another pair of shoes. And the pants she put on fall off when she runs. Hashtag mom to the rescue. And that's exactly what it is. And there's the head of William Shatner's spaceship. The, it's where they all sit. It's... <laughs> So they're not seamen, they're spacemen, and they're going to be going into space. I think I could just narrate this whole thing for us. Oh, that's the captain right there. The guy in the back is wearing a mask. Uh, why? Because in space, COVID is actually spread out even easier. It's where you sneeze and you, you infect all the aliens. Don't worry. That's why we're sending William Shatner into space is to be able to provide everybody in the world. Since the United States and the world all have COVID right now, we've decided to launch William Shatner into space and infect the rest of the universe. Uh, why is there a, a feather on that? Like 
all that money and you paint a feather on there, like you could have done so many other things. Um, 911, do you have an emergency? Yes, I have an emergency. I'm spending people up into space. William Shatner is 90 years old. Um, and she and he's going and we're shooting him into space. Why? Because the world is tired of him. Uh you sewed a hole up in a pair of the leggings that fit better better and got her shoe in the dryer. All is well. Whew. And guess what? Still on time to school. That's the way you get through the day. That's the way you get the morning going. Mom to the rescue. You could see we have two anchors there. We're watching William Shatner. He's going to go up into space, 90 years old. He's launching today and he's going to be able to... At least if Shatner is in space, he won't be here to sing anymore. I agree. Funny thing is, when I said William Shatner, what was the first thing everybody thought of? Did you think of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Did you think of Captain Spock? Did you think of... He's been in so... Uh, Miss Congeniality. I forgot he was in there. Uh, good morning, Miss CK. Great to have you here. And yes, he does sing Miss Elsa. He's going to be shooting up into space. And I think the thing that intrigued me the most was as a 90-year-old man, he still has that desire. Miss Congeniality, thank you. See, I knew Jessica was on my side on that one. I knew it because that's exactly what I thought. Like right when I think of William Shatner, I picture him as mine is 911 and Rescue 911 and Arena 911. I don't remember what, when he was in. Um but Miss Congeniality, I remember him and Sandra Bullock. And that movie just, oh, I loved it. Uh, loaded Weapons with the Wilderness Girls. Ooh, I have not seen that, Stuart. That's one that I, I'm intrigued by. Uh, Rescue 911. Thank you, Elsa. So soon enough, Jeff Bezos is waving his giant penis around for everybody to see and shooting it into space. Uh, I have nobody in my show with me today to tell me not to say inappropriate things. So have fun, guys, watching me get really weird. So William Shatner is getting ready to go in 16 minutes. So I'll pull this out for a second. I, I swear to God, I th that is the most weird looking space thing I, I've seen. Like, it doesn't look appropriate. And yes, William Shatner is known to be a little bit of a dick behind the scenes and all that. But did we have to make it so obvious for everybody? I mean, if I'm going into space, I want to go, ah, Captain Kirk and Star Trek. Ooh, I can't. Oop. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to be going into space with Captain Kirk. Uh, T minus 15 minutes and counting. Uh, he's awesome and loaded weapon. Yes, he is. Tim Curry was also awesome and loaded weapon. Yes. Um, so uh, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking if I was to go into space, I don't know if I'd care what the spaceship looked like. It's like I didn't ever care what a plane looked like when I got on a plane. But going into space, being one of the first actual humans to go into space and say you've traveled in space, he's going to be up there for 10 minutes. He's going to float. He's going to do the thing and all these things, zero gravity. And I, uh, he didn't pay anything. Good question. How much did he pay to go there? William Shatner didn't pay anything. He is just an icon for people. And with so many people wanting to be up there and all that, or wanting to do stuff, you have to send up an icon. And his icon is him going up and like just being in space. He's known for being a captain in space. Uh, what is it? What, what was there saying? The final frontier. 
I think that's right. But he's going up there today, and I was fascinated by this. Would I want to go into space in a heartbeat? Would you want to go into space? Ilsa said no. But truth be told, I would want to go into space just because of the fact that it's different. I think that, um, oh, Deep Space Nine. There you go. Thank you, Miss CK. Launching into space would be a dream. It's not that I want to land in the moon. I would colonize Mars in a heartbeat. And like, I would literally, if I'm in going into space, if I'm about to launch into space, I would be completely about what that means. Like that's one of those times that when they say be in the moment, you're going to get to see something that very few people get to see. Yeah, we get to see it from a camera, but you get to live it. And truthfully, what would be going through my mind is take this in, take a breath, look out those windows, see the rotation of the earth, see the earth's axis and how it is. Um, do you, I think Elon Musk is watching? Absolutely. I 100% think he is watching. Elon Musk is fascinated with space from what we know, but I would be sitting in that chair. And there are no people with weight problems in space until now. I don't know if you've seen William Shatner. I think that that they actually created a special seat for him on this flight. And that's not me being a jerk. He just, he's 90 years old. He's getting older and he's actually like showing his age a little bit. But like for me, I would want to, what would you be doing if you were sitting there? Would you sit there and actually want to be able to, could you take it all in? Would you be nervous? Are you going to be thinking there's going to be an explosion? It is. Is that not dangerous? It is dangerous. I would think it's dangerous being over, uh, being overweight and going into space, but he has to be approved by NASA for them to allow him to do that. Um, going up like that at 90. And there's also the thing I liked, they launched, um, I can't think of her name. Oh, the woman that went up in space, she was the she was actually one of the first actual astronauts to go up, but she never actually made it into space. And now she got to be that first, she got to be one of the first humans, like the first regular people like you and I to go into space. And that was a couple months ago. So this is exciting news. We're seeing these things. Um, I love it. Go shoot for the stars. Hey, Brandon Croucher. That's me. Hi, Kevin Moore. How are you, buddy? Uh, As I watch this, I think to myself how I would want to, if I'm sitting there and I'm getting ready to shoot into space, what's going through my head is, did I go to the bathroom? Because this giant spaceship is taking me into space and that pressure pushing down on me, I would be scared of being the person that accidentally went to the bathroom, whether it's number one or number two. The minute you hit space, I'm going to be worried about the smells. I'm going to be worried about it floating around on everybody. So I'm going to make sure I went to the bathroom before anything started. Just being honest. Then I'm going to make sure that I feel comfortable with a window seat. Would you want a window seat on a spaceship? Like on an airplane, the window seat is almost a coveted seat. You don't want the aisle, your elbows get hit. I don't think they have a beverage cart going through the spaceship today. That doesn't mean I'm right. It just means I don't think so. And truth be told, it's a, this, this is bullshit, right? No, this is 100% true. This is 100% true. Uh, William Shatner, this is being broadcast live on TV right now, Brit Brat. Uh, I pulled it in to be able to share this moment with our community because 
All the goop goes to the suit. <laughs> oh, Jaybird. Oh, my God. What a way to say good morning. What a way to say good morning. All the goop goes to the suit. There is no way. I'm fact-checking. Okay, fact-check me. Go check. This has been on the news for a while. Um, so while we're looking at William Shatner getting ready to go up into space, you can see that's him mooning us right now in the blue. In the blue, That's William Shatner's booty. He's like, yo, I'm going to moon you guys. Here's a full moon. Um, today's recipe is space rocks hovering over melted blue, <laughs> blue space agave with... <laughs> <laughs> with i can't even read this ambedia floating head gel that just sounds gross i i think that that's not going to be the first meal i eat of yours buddy i hate to tell you that but it is uh not bothered about space never been on a plane see now that interests me Stuart. i'm going to ask a question you don't have to answer is it never been able to get on a plane or never actually wanted to get on a plane um, because truthfully, I love flying. I, 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 I love travel. I just think that getting out there and seeing new things is essential. It teaches us life. It teaches us how to get out there. It teaches us how to see the rest of the world. Uh, like I want to see so many parts of the world. Um, that's not even fair. Uh, well, they are only up there for about 10 minutes. So there's not, no time to pull out the beverage card. That, you know what? Good point. Good point, Miss CK, that it's only 10 minutes up in space. It's getting up there and then coming right back down. If you didn't have to pay for that, would you go up into space? Would you do the 10 minutes to float? Or would you just want to go to NASA and do the floating? And then my next question would be, how do I get to that? Because I would like to figure out how I can just be one of those people. I would literally go up in space without thinking twice. I would make jokes about, I, I would be the guy that would be walking up to the spacecraft, turn around and go, why am I going up in a giant penis? Like, this does not look like something I want to fly in. And then I'd be like, can we just like edit like flags on here? Like, let's have it like, have something coming off the side so it looks even cooler going into space. Uh, <laughs> Britt says, that's not fair. He's just, he just gets to go because he's famous. It's more than just that. He's he's an icon for space. Without the without the space travel shows that we've had, he it didn't have his fame. He wasn't who he was without that. So for William Shatner to be going up into space, this is a big deal. Uh, how far are do they do they get in ten minutes? Um, so the launch is one time limit. It's the being up there in space for 10 minutes. It's they're literally going to exit Earth's atmosphere, go right to the top of it, exit the atmosphere, hang there, and then let the Earth atmosphere pull them back in. So the gravitational pull will pull them back in. Uh, what's the point? The point is to show that we can have space travel. And him being the oldest person to go into space right now is going to be an interesting thing because that would be something that we now know. We can send people who are overweight and old er into space and i think that that's a good thing but i also think it's really interesting um you can travel the world and see much more without ever getting on a plane i agree what my goal would be hey kelvin what's up buddy how you doing my man elsa's having internet problems but i'm glad you're here buddy thank you for joining us we are lucky enough to get to watch uh mr william shatner 
get ready to shat himself and go into space on a giant penis. I hope you're ready to watch with us because it's going to be a wonderful time. Um, so I agree with you, Stuart. My only question would be, can I drive the entire world? And I mean that in a totally like fun way. Think about if you could go north, you go through Canada, you go around through Russia, you drive down through Russia, you drive around through through all of Russia to Europe and everything else. That would be cool. Being the first car to be able to drive the entire world, I would do that. Uh, I might change my mind and go, Elsa says. And I would go, but the flight is, is a full 10 minutes. So he probably won't even be in space for like 30 seconds. Really? I thought that he was up there for 10 minutes. Thank you, Britt, for teaching me this. Um, unless they only count the part in space as the flight. I don't know. Uh, hey, Mr. Brown. Look at this. Elsa chiming in, making sure she says hello to her people and all that. Um, porno at 11. <laughs> Just saying, since you mentioned old and being overweight. Wait, what did I miss, CK? You said something up here. <laughs> the, the, oh, <laughs> the, 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 yeah, but the next time they said they're, they're trying to infect the world with uh, COVID and William Shatner's the virus we're choosing to spread it with. So <laughs> Jessica Dugas is like, God damn it. Like, Brandon, no, 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 Brandon, don't do it. Um, Kev, Calvin has electricity. Elsa, run over to his house. Go watch. Go help over there. Uh, midget porn. No, we're not watching midget porn this morning. It's <laughs> it's this would definitely not be midget porn. Okay, this was this is like full on like space porn right here. But it's interesting to me because it is International No Bra Day, and he is a icon. He's going into space to be able to say we all can go. I would go to space in a heartbeat, but not everybody would. And the thing is, I ask you, why would you not want to? Like, that is like, yeah. I'll go to Brandon's and we can celebrate No Bra Day. Oh, my God. I didn't wear one today either. It is International No Bra Day. And the thing is, ladies... Tell us how you feel without wearing the bra. Guys, be supportive of ladies not wearing a bra. Give them the respect they deserve. Just like our guest later today is going to say, Mr. <clears throat> Excuse me, Sydney Singer has openly said he actually doesn't wear underwear himself because he wants his boys to be free. He wants them to be able to do that. And so he tells women the same thing because of his wife suffering from breast cancer. So I say these things to say, guys, do not forget... You can actually support your significant other. You could support a stranger just by letting them know that you really do appreciate them for who they are. You appreciate them for being who they are. And if that's what makes them feel comfortable, perfect. If it doesn't, guess what? They could still wear a bra. Um, that is not the screen I wanted. Silly computer. I think I'm having a, a fun day just clicking everything wrong. Uh, I And that's the thing. What makes you feel the most comfortable and what is going to make you understand yourself better? Because honestly, I, I if, you're, if you feel comfortable without a bra, don't wear one. Elsa hasn't been wearing one for a month now. And I'm all, I'm very intrigued by how she's feeling because 
truth be told, Ilsa's really done a lot of big things this month. Ilsa's really been working hard to do herself a favor of taking care of herself. And that's something that a lot of us are, and she really put herself out there. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Reddy. Eyes up. Eyes up. All right. Let's let's have a real conversation. Eyes up. Uh, no bras, free willy, just in time for Jungle Weekends. Uh, just in time to shoot a giant Pepe into space. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to have fun just watching this. No bra day. Do not forget, guys. We're going to share this over our social media stuff. Let's get this out. Let's have everybody understand that the significance of International No Bra Day, it is not a joke. It is something that, while, yes, men do like to see their breastuses, and they do like to understand that they are free, they also want to see their woman be with them forever. They want to see their significant other. You want to see your partner be there forever. So if that means a bra is going to cause them health issues... I'd rather her not wear a bra and be able to be the most comfortable her so that way her and I can grow together. So I say that as pure respect, guys, and pure love. And I hope you all are understanding that this is something we can all do together to feel it. Uh, be careful how you choose to support ladies today. You could get arrested. Yes. Do me a favor. Don't walk up to a lady and literally someone that's a stranger and walk up and be like, hey, how you doing? Whoop. Don't do that. No. No, don't do that at all. Oh my gosh. Like, that would be the worst thing. Don't walk up and tell a stranger, hey, it's International No Bra Day. I just want to help you and unhook their bra. That would be wrong. Wrong on so many levels. But the truth is, don't do it. That's the truth. How's that? Um, like, just don't do that. And then I'm coming back over here. We have 14 minutes. That, I don't know what the H is. If you guys could explain this to me, I thought the T minus was till they launch, but it's been stuck on 15 minutes for 15 minutes now. Like That's why I don't know what that is. We're watching this live together and we are watching William Shitner take himself up into space and be able to take himself out into the world of the world and be able to spread his love, compassion. Um, I don't know what that what you just said, Neil. So it's, I couldn't read it. Uh, I feel much healthier. They are, they are only benefits not for wearing. There are only benefits for not wearing a bra, and I think that's very well said because I personally I I've been talking about this for a month, and as a guy talking about it, um, <laughs> no tune in Tokyo. <laughs> Jaybird's on it today. I just. I want to see people be able to be healthy. And I come on here to talk about these things. Uh, Elsa and I talked this morning about mental health and I, the energy of the atmosphere today. Just I was spending time alone. I was writing in my journal this morning and I felt this energy of just weighing me down. And instead of letting it pull me down, I literally went downstairs. I had a handful of blueberries. I played with the puppy for a minute. I ran around outside with her. I got myself into a space where I felt comfortable and then I turned around and I was like, today's going to be a good day. And then I stand here and I realize I have a lot of freaking good things coming today. Today, nobody really knows what's happening and it, and embrace the meat suit without restrictions. I'm very curious what meat suit you're talking about, because is that the spaceship that's about to go up? That's, that's more of a metal, <laughs> that's a robot penis. Like, and then, all right, so I think we need to come up with a good name for them. Because you have, when you go into the water, you can be like, oh, I'm a seaman. 
But when you go into space, you're a space person, spaceman. No, it needs a better name. We need something, especially with a spaceship that looks like this. We need to have a more creative name than spaceman or spacewoman. We need it to be like, I went up into space and I, <laughs> I got ejected into space. And now I'm free. <laughs> Your soul is wearing, LOL. Uh, and bras being restrictions. A meat suit is Captain Kirk. Oh, thank you, CK. <laughs> CK's watching today going, oh my gosh. Her and Jessica, they're both sitting there going, Brandon, Brandon, we love you to death. Please know you are an amazing human, but shut up. <laughs> uh, space invaders. Good one, Mandy Atterbury. So, with everybody here today, I'm we're watching this together as a group. I wanted to put this on here. We're talking about breast cancer awareness. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I want to bring attention to a few things. And that's A, the bras. International No Bra Day. We had a, uh, Dr. Sydney on before. We talked about the fact that bras actually are the leading cause of breast cancer. He was able to link it for 25 years of research. And this is a very big topic that a lot of people don't dive into, that a lot of people don't understand. And for men, I think we're a little bit more on the backside of it because we hear it and we're like, oh, that's a woman thing. But the thing is, it's not. One in seven men connect, uh, can get breast cancer. Um, men are more prone to other types of cancers, but it's not the fact that that's all it is. It's understanding that if we grow together as a species, as a human race, we're not going to have to worry about things that are like this. We focus on the health. If we take the time to truly look at what's actually there and the science behind it, we're going to be able to break these down and have our women not wearing bras, men not wearing underwear. We're all going free everywhere. But then we're able to understand that maybe that's something that we were not knowing we were doing. We we're creating these problems in ourselves. We are creating these issues. And cancer can be contagious as well. Um, if this is what the boring company is doing, what is the excited company doing? Well done. Then I'm no more wearing underwear. Cal Calvin, Wait till you get on, man. The guy that we have on today, Mr. Sydney, he literally, he looks like the man from uh, Jurassic Park. Do you remember the old guy in Jurassic Park that has the beard and he's the scientist that created it all? He looks like him. And then he turns around and he's talking about how his wife got breast cancer and nobody should wear bras and all these things. And then I go, okay, but men. We wear underwear. It gets constricting. Should we not be wearing underwear? And he literally says to me, I don't wear underwear. I free ball it. And I almost lost my shit. I laughed so hard. Like for real, I laughed so hard at that. So guys, remember when, a, when you talk to your significant others today, when you call your family members and you tell them, Hey, are you not wearing a bra today? Are you making sure to be able to like take care of yourself? Make sure you mention you're not wearing underwear too. And then turn around and moon them to show them it. Like, I bet you have a cute butt, guys. Make sure you show them your cute butt. And if you don't have a cute butt, tell them you don't. Um, Movember is a prostate cancer for men. <clears throat> so what challenge do you do for that? So in Movember, you do no shave November. And... I don't know if I'm going to do this because of the fact that you have to shave your entire face. 
and then you grow a beard and you see who can grow the beard the fastest. It's no shave November. And it brings it, it brings attention to prostate cancer and testicular cancer in men. Uh, <clears throat> this is very well said. The chemicals in antiperspirants and many deodorants containing aluminum and silicates are more dangerous than bras because they block the sweat glands and lymph nodes underneath the arms, thus storing up toxins in the breast area. Uh, Miss CK, I'm going to be reading that when the doctor comes on today, when Mr. Sydney comes on, because I honestly think that's that makes complete sense, but I'd like to know more about it. So let me explain what's going on the screen right here. William Shatner, yes, the William Shatner is 90 years old. He's going to be launched into space through a giant penis. And then the top of the penis is going to come off or the head of the penis is going to pop off. And he's going to spend 10 minutes in space and then float back down to space or down to Earth. Where he's going to land, we don't know, but it's that country's problem now. He's their country's problem now. Um, we are going to see a launch in 12 minutes. So guys, today we're having Mr. Sydney, uh, Sydney Singer on, and he's going to be talking to us again about breast cancer awareness. It is international no bra day. It is breast cancer awareness month. Some of the things I want to point out is make sure you know when you're donating money to a nonprofit that you know where the money's going. And this is not me going to throw any nonprofits under a bus, but that's actually what my specialty is, is I love helping nonprofits, uh, fundraising and setting goals and reaching out and hitting what they're wanting. And the thing that's interesting to me is one of the biggest nonprofits for breast cancer awareness, I'm not going to say their name or anything, but you can easily look this up, is they've been notoriously known for their money not being spent the way it's said and not going into research. It goes into funding and marketing and staff and the CEO got a $20 million bonus. If you want to look that up, that's the fun one. And my thing is, you cannot be able to, hello, how are you? Hello, Anna. How are you doing? You want to watch this uh, very large metal penis go into space with us? Love it. So, um, Elsa is okay. Her country does rolling blackouts and you never know when they're going to come. And her, like we went live and then she was gone. It, it couldn't have happened at a more spe specific time, hundred percent, just on gone. And I'm like, damn it. Um, I, I, okay. I am. And then Elsa right away throws you a comment saying, giving you kisses on I love it. So, we're here, and as I'm talking about this, I, I, I want people to know that when you actually want to donate to something such as breast cancer awareness, such as homelessness, such as world hunger, make sure you look a little bit at where you're going. Um, you can look up online where they're spending their money, where, how they're spending it, and make sure it matches with your values. Uh, I say that because I've I, there's one in particular that has been doing a lot of funding but hasn't been putting the money back into the research and they got called out on that two years ago and that's something that i think is ironic because they're back in the front of everything they're back in front of being on like i saw today panera announced they're bringing their pink bagels back and it goes to this nonprofit. and then i saw that um she is always with us she is that sounds very like morbid though like oh she's always with us in our hearts but i know how you meant it because i just read it morbidly um 
I think that knowing who you're putting your money into helps you know you're giving back to more. I've heard people say when they want to help homelessness, they turn around and they, they'll offer to buy someone homeless a meal, which is great because if they're hungry, they'll want to eat. And it's easier than just handing them money and not knowing what's going to happen. But then I also know a lot of nonprofits that take money and just they want you to be able to give it to them. And they're the ones that are going to be. It's not meant to be morbid, silly. Fine. Uh, I am, LOL, t uh, talking from the other side. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen, Ilsa from the other side. That's my ghost sounds. I hope you like it. Uh, <laughs> so within the next eight minutes, William Shatner will be shooting up into space and we will be doing this, doing a live stream, watching William Shatner go into space, taking this to a new level and being able to see exactly how space is expanding. Um <clears throat> Whew, sorry, all of a sudden my background noise kicked in and it was a lot of just noise. And I'm like, what the heck? And all I could hear is my voice, um, which is what nobody really wants to hear all the time. And I think that, guys, I'll be back on the next show. Enjoyed it, though. Peace. Hey, thank you very much for Kelvin. We're going to be on. Hey, come back in eight minutes, bro. I want to have you watch this with us. How often do you get to watch a giant Pepe go into space? I don't care what country you're from. You don't get to see this any other day. Going up into space in a giant Pepe as one of the heroes of space. Just saying. Um, and then look at this. Hi, Elsa. Anna here. I love it. Look. And then video game developer in Canada has raised, has so far raised $80,000 this month for the leading cancer research center. I love it. Uh, the aliens are summoning you, Brandon. <laughs> That's why they took William Shatner. They wanted to see how much crazy they could handle. There's a, there's a balance on this. And, and that's what they're waiting. I know, Kelvin. Thank you for joining us today, buddy. I love you for joining us. I look forward to your shows coming out soon. I will be giving you a follow, a love, and a subscribe as well. Thanks for being here, my friend. Um, Elsa, they say they love you. Now, here's the thing, guys. I want to let you know we're getting closer and closer to Halloween. There's going to be a lot of fun we're going to be doing in Halloween. Make sure you take a moment to know what your Halloween costume is going to be. Let us know what it's going to be because you could have some fun with this. Uh, my mom has got the dog's costumes this year. Uh, the puppy and the, uh, the older dog, Stains, they're both <laughs> they're going to be Venus flytraps. And I think that's awesome. So remember, guys, get out. Pick out your costume. Send us a picture. Send us pictures of your kids dressed up. Send us a picture as you dressed up. Uh, I got this this morning and it made me laugh. I wanted to share it with you guys because, guys, I forgot my sheet, but I'm here. <laughs> I love it. And, guys, remember to take a moment. There I am in the background. To look inside yourself today and have that moment of knowing the person you love might be feeling restricted. They might be feeling lost. They might be feeling completely like they don't know where they're going in life. And at the end of it all, guess what? Uh, what experience does William S. have to be going into space? Great question. Um, I was waiting to see if he was actually coming on. If, if I saw his comment, I was going to have him join me today because Bob... Pastor Bob is amazing at these improv ones. Where so are you, CK? If you want, 
I could have Ilsa forward you the link and you can join me and interview the, the doctor afterwards, Mr. Sydney. Uh, Sydney Singer will be on with us in a few. Um, and that way you can literally help me interview these people and have fun with this. So Mandy asks, what is William Shatner's experience have to do with space? Truth be told, William Shatner going into space is just because he's an American icon for TV. He is Captain Spoke and he's able to say, let's go into space. And excuse me. I do think it's funny that one of Hollywood's like known perverts is the one that's going up on international no broad day in a giant penis. Just going to point that out there to everybody in case you didn't think of it. Free the nuns. Free the tatas. Uh, Elsa, since you're not able to join us, if you want, send the link over to CK really quick for me. And I will look for her to come in the comments and we will have her be with me today or in the background. And she can jump on and we will be able to have CK be on that. Oh my God, you and the peeny jokes. It's because it looks like one. Like, Anna, I think you're an amazing, beautiful woman. I think you are a huge influence in so many lives. But you cannot tell me that doesn't look like a giant Pepe. Like, like that thing is. And then to have the top pop off. Oh, my goodness gracious. Like, that just makes me laugh even more. So, Elsa, Anna, CK, Mandy, I love all you. Pepe, I am weak. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Oh. Maybe that's why his he's been picked to go into space because of his. Uh, oh, oh, Mandy with a good comment. I am on my phone and I don't have Streamyards on my phone. Oh, uh, I get you. I understand. Um, I'll see if I. <gasps> good morning, everyone. Sorry I'm late. We were just talking about you, Bob. Uh, Ilsa's having internet problems. She's having to do like just comments today. If you're interested in joining me, Bob, or CK, I will find a way to click. Always oh, silly, I see. I am. I just like to make people laugh. I hate when people are rude. I hate when people say things that are inappropriate. Like, we had a comment come in earlier that was not appropriate, and he, it was sexist. And I'm just going to be blunt with it. And I completely overlooked it because I don't like that stuff. So I try to make jokes to make people know how much they're appreciated, how much that a joke can actually influence a person, how much a joke can actually help somebody. And the truth is, he I, I don't want to share negativity like that. I want people to be able to be themselves, know who they are, and be able to find their best them, whether that is being a no bra or whether that's just being sitting and having a conversation with us and watching William Shatner go into space. Uh, as a community, we want to be, who will Kirk show the captain log to today? Oh my God, Bob Seymour. You and CK, you both are having it today. I love it. So we are watching this two minutes and 12 seconds up in the upper right-hand corner. Um, I knew from the moment I met you, Brandon, you're awesome and really inspirational person. And I, I have to be honest, you have no idea how much I was, I struggle with wanting the approval of others, but I've really been loving myself. And to hear that makes me know that I am doing the right thing. The last few months I've really been, last few weeks, uh, doing this sober October has been very unique for me. Um, 
yet it's opened up a lot of doors. Uh, yesterday, I had my first day that I knew I was actually 100% confident in myself. I was at the basketball court. I was shooting hoops by myself, and I knew what I was doing for myself. And what I mean by that is I was literally being able to see that I know I'm different and I can actually stand on my own two feet. Uh, I love to make others smile. I love to make others know who they are. And I see the best in others before I see the best in myself. And so for me, I'm grateful that I'm able to be able to provide that love, appreciation, and kindness. Uh, William Shatner should be going up into space any minute now. I'm in the middle of something at the, at the moment. Uh, send me the link in Messenger or my email. I will. Uh, does that racket have warp speed? Does that rocket have warp speed? Oh, gosh. How awesome would that be to hear it? Hear him be like, take us. Uh, what does he say? Warp speed, Scotty. Um, I wonder which Joker told Shatner he was coming back. That's funny. Yes. I feel you on loving others before myself. I, it's it's a tough thing. And a lot of us do this without... Oh, 15 seconds. Everybody ready? We're going to be watching a metal erectile thing shoot into space together as a team. And I love this. I love it. Here we go. I hope you're all ready. Look at that. That's where my nerves would go. And the penis is erect. It's taking off. And See, this looks digital to me. It looks fake. Is that a drone just flying there? Does that look fake to anybody else? That looks real. <laughs> that looks inappropriately real. I won't make any more peening jokes, but like I'm first time for everything. I agree, Miss Mandy Atterbury. <laughs> See, I would be sitting there trying to wave out the window. The whole time. I don't know if there's a camera on it. Look at that. In all honesty, I'm going to be serious for a second. No jokes. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm honored I get to watch this with everybody because even if William Shatner's not like somebody I look up to, not a role model in any way, I, I, I to me, seeing another person that we know go into space like this is pretty cool. It's pretty special to see that he's one of these, he's an American icon. And I mean, that as in like, he's been in so many things, he's done so much and we all know his name and boom, there we go. And for me, I want to, I, I like that people are wanting to challenge the norms. He's 90 years old. I doubt he ever thought he would be going into space. I doubt he thought he would be able to do something like that. And it, it, honestly, I think that's one of these things that we're lucky we get to experience this in life. And in this moment, I just take this and I see this as a very cool opportunity for our future. Because William Shatner's show is only, it's like 35, 40 years old now. And William Shatner is up in space. Look at that. He is 100 and 12, 13, 14, 15, 17, 18, 120,000 feet in space right now with a velocity of 2,200.
hundred miles an hour. That is insane. That is amazing to think. And there's the opposite view. That is just amazing to me. Like, honestly, I'm sorry if I'm not like, like as entertaining as I usually am right now, but like taking this moment and seeing this has just been, it's a dream. Like it really is a dream because this is something we don't all get to see every day. This is something that we all would, I don't know if everybody would want to do this, but I personally, look, he's going by stars. <laughs> Those aren't stars. I know, but like, this is stunning. This is stunning to me. Good morning, Mr. Bob Seymour. Hey, good morning, brother. It's colder than hell out here. <laughs> I can see that. You look like you're cold, brother. Look, so, Bob, would you go to space? Hell yes. I, I, I'm, I'm blown away by this. Like, he was just going 2,200 miles an hour. And now he's just, like, when you beeped in, he was at 2,200 miles an hour. And now with you in here, he's going 700 and like, dropping fast. Like, this is amazing. Oh, that's the moon. Yeah, that's pretty far out, man. Holy crap. That is awesome. Or is that, that, the, 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 is that the moon or is that the separation? Did they, what the hell's going on there? <laughs> I'm not sure. And I don't turn the sound on. So that way YouTube can't kick us off of it. Um, this is beautiful. This is so cool. That is pretty damn wild, man. Like, I, I love this. Like, it, <laughs> you can't be at the window, Brandon. They all, they're all strapped in. Not at first, not at first for William. <laughs> and yes, William Shatner is 90. He is 90 years old. Wow. And right this second, William Shatner is in space. And he's going to be in space. He's in space for, it looks like they've been up there for four minutes and 21 seconds. But right now. How long is this flight supposed to be? Only 10 minutes. Oh, hell. He's, Dang. but it's what would you go up into space at 90 years old, Bob? You're not 90 now. Shit, I'd go up anytime they let me, brother. I, mean, <laughs> I love it. Me. Yeah. Look at that. So they're just outside of the Earth's atmosphere and they're floating at 388 miles an hour and uh, traveling at 388 miles an hour and they have an altitude of 341,859 feet. Just to give you an example of how high up they are. Uh, how many feet are in a mile, Bob? Uh, 5,280. I love you, Bob. I was trying to trick question you on that one. Good job. Good job, my friend. So are so they coming, is it coming are back they already, down? They were just going up really quick and then coming back down if I'm not mistaken, it looks like that's the parachute up top, doesn't it? It could be. It could be. Yeah. I don't know how long you've been here, Bob, but it looked like a giant Pepe going up into space. <laughs> yeah, and, I, was, I was watching it on YouTube. Yeah, I thought that's kind of ironic, man. I'm like, you take one of like Hollywood's like known perverts and you put him yeah. up in space in a giant penis <laughs> on International No Bra Day. I just feel that was a... a, a that went the wrong way in many ways. <laughs> yeah, the captain's log ain't going to get much reading today, man. Mm -mm. We'll have to call him Flash Gordon, man. 
yes. Where are they going to? They, they literally just were breaking the atmosphere and coming back down. Um, you can see uh, that this thing, part. This thing's supposed to land without a parachute, right? Isn't it one of those deals that just kind of <clears throat> uses rockets to sit down? Unfortunately, no, not to the moon, Mandy. And I, I'm not 100% sure, being honest. From what I knew, it was going up and then coming down down it was meant to be a it was meant to be a quick thing but like i i agree with ilta ilsa does that count as space travel honestly i i give it to him because truth be told ilsa you cannot tell me yeah that, that thing's going, gonna land that thing is gonna land with look at that thing swirl oh my gosh look at that <laughs> that's pretty awesome man it's landing yeah, no doubt. Isn't that something? Holy mackerel. That looks like a video game to me. Yeah, it that does, is, doesn't it? <laughs> and and uh, it either A, shows you how far video games have come, or B, and then look, the top's gone. Where'd the head go? That is unreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mandy Atterbury with the comment of the day. So it was a quickie. Uh, not a first for William. <laughs> I love it. So I think it's a helicopter ride into space. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I think that part comes back and lands, but the part with the people in it is floating down. Yeah. Look. No, is it? Yeah. Look, 220 oh, feet yeah, land at 10,000 feet. Yeah, they are right now at 9,000 feet for the capsule altitude. Yeah, you're right. They're coming down and they're a doing a parachute. Pace. They're about a but mile they, or so. On. There it is. It, there is a feather. The Pepe got yeah. a tattoo. It's a feather. Uh, he got a tattoo of a feather on his Pepe. Uh, it's look at that. See, it like, I think I'd want a bit. There we go. I was gonna say I'd want a bigger shoot than that. I was like, uh, uh -oh. that looks like an look awful. Like, it don't look like they're opening real well. <laughs> It's still dropping pretty fast. Oh, it says yeah. it's only 16 miles per hour now. Look at that. Oh, they're, they're open good. See, I you're 2,000 feet above the Earth. So you're you're a half a mile above the Earth right now. That's about what a plane flies at, okay? <laughs> when, they when they first started that, it was like where you would jump out of a plane. Yeah. And this is just, wow. Yeah, soft landing coming for the captain's log. <laughs> uh, truth be told when william shatner steps out i kind of hope he said he says something like that like I don't know they don't, okay. why, why don't they have microphones uh, they, they, uh, they might uh, on the Habakkuk went on it. Thank you for joining us today. We will be interviewing somebody, Dr. Sydney, in the next few minutes. Uh, we will be talking about breast cancer awareness. We'll be talking about international abroad day. But I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, please don't forget to like, share, love, comment, whatever it's going to be to give your support. And now there's a tornado warning going off behind me. <laughs> what a morning. 400 feet. And then we have William Shatner landing back on Earth. Damn it, the aliens didn't even want him. They barely made it 10 minutes with him. 
Boom! Landed. Anna, I'm glad you say that, because it really does. It's a very serious topic. And while, yes, we have fun with the comments, and yes, we have fun with what, it, what like talking about it, I, I want to make sure we do hit that, because breast cancer is a very serious thing. It is something that a lot of women suffer with, men have suffered with it. And when your significant other has deals with it, it, it hits you home. And being able to raise the attention for this, being able to provide a platform where we can show love and appreciation to everybody, that is an amazing thing. William Shatner is back on Earth, ladies and gentlemen. He just landed. He is now in New Mexico, it looks like. I think they took off from Florida, but, you know, whatever. Um, honestly, this is pretty cool. I, I'm glad I got to watch this with you guys. And the tornado warning is getting louder, even though it's bright and sunny outside. Um, I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm in awe. I'm, I, I am in awe. It's incredible. Um, it is just incredible. Bob, before the guest gets here, can you do me a favor and let me know, like, tell me a little bit about, you've been around longer than me. I've never got to witness anything like this on TV. Uh, when I talked to my parents this morning and we were talking about William Shatner going up in space, my mom made the comment about how it reminds her of when, like, people excited like this, of the Challenger and uh, how people were watching. I watched it. I was, in, I, I was in the doctor's office uh, in the waiting room watching it on TV when it happened, man. So I'm looking at this, and this is history. We just watched oh, history yeah. together. And oh, yeah. see, now I'd be waving. Look, right there. They're looking out the window. He's looking <laughs> out the window. I'd be waving. I'd be like, thumbs up, yeah, thumbs straight, down. Right. I'd be shooting the moon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're telling everybody. We're, so our guest today, Mr. Sydney, um, Sydney Singer, is going to be with us any minute now. And he's going to be joining us with the conversation of breast cancer awareness. And the funny thing is, is he's talked to us about why men should go free too. They should not be wearing the, any, any underwear because it's better for the boys. And I mentioned it, and I, I we've had fun with this conversation. But remember, if you let the boys go free, let them shake, and then don't forget to give a little moon to your lady as you're leaving the door. Like, let them know, like, what they're going to be missing that day, all right? And ladies, do the same for your man. Every man, if you're going to go bra free since 83, guess what? Do yourself a favor. Show your man before you leave. These are coming home to you later. Why? As much as it's a joke, it still makes them know that you love them and that, that attraction is still raw. It's um, it's a great way to diffuse an argument, too. Boy, every time my old lady used to get a little bitter at me, I'd look at her and say, look, if you're going to talk to me like that, show me your boobs. And I mean, <laughs> I mean it stopped it right there every time. Sometimes she'd stay pissed and she'd just flash me and turn around and walk away. But try that sometime, man. Get a chick pissed at you. Just say, hey, if you're going to talk to me like that, show me your boobs. <laughs> I, Bob, either laugh I, or kill you. <laughs> I mean, it's either going to end the argument or it's going to make the argument worse, you there know? You and if it makes the argument worse, guess what? The makeup time later is going to be a lot better. Oh, hell yeah. They'll either get over it or they'll stay pissed. It's their decision. But it, we have to accept our responsibility, too. And I oh, know absolutely. you know that. 
Don't, uh, I want to make sure everybody knows we're not saying that one is over another. Uh, Oh, hell no. No. Uh, Do you think that cost William an arm and a leg or just a head? (laughs) Mandy is on it today. Oh, that was a quick one. (laughs) Not a first for William. Oh, my God. All right, like she is on it today uh, for inspiring astronauts to show them they can do it. I, I William Shatner's TV show made people think maybe we can get into space. Maybe we can get out there. And then he's out there today. And you're talking a show that was on, what, 40, 50 years ago, Bob? Yeah, yeah, back in the 70s, man. So that means Late 40, 60s. 50 years yeah, so let's do 40 years for me. That makes me almost 80, okay? And if I'm 80, am I going to be, where is space travel going to be? Where are oh, we going to be going at that point, right? Are we yeah. actually going to be doing Captain Spock by then? And, like, I can be on the captain of a ship and be like, <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> oh, man, we'll probably be doing time travel by then, brother. Oh, let's have some fun with that since the guest isn't here yet. Where would you go if you could time travel? Uh, Any place I wanted, I guess. I I really don't know. I I never really thought about it, you know. I mean, uh, I'm pretty happy right where I am, actually. (laughs) Good. Good. I like that answer. Uh, Stuart Lone Wolf, one of the tattoo artists at my brother-in-law's studio, tattoos realistic nipples on breast cancer patients. They do not charge for the service either. Truth be told, I think that's phenomenal. I think that's something that I I love hearing that. I love seeing that. Stuart, let your brother-in-law know that is an amazing thing. And when you see him, give him a hug from the Delight Network and let him know we all love him. Dave Hernandez, good to see you, buddy. Maybe he can put some hair on your head, brother. <laughs> I got Bob. Do you see my cut? Uh, yeah. I my sister was in town, and I was helping them move some things the one day. And I'm putting things in a trailer, and I went to stand up to lift it up, and forgot how tall I am compared to uh, the trailer. <sighs> I nailed it so hard. Now mm-hmm. it didn't bleed until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I did it on Sunday. Why am I bleeding on Monday like, or Tuesday? You're a, you're a little slow, brother. Right? Even my blood comes a little slow. It's like, oh, we were supposed to bleed that day. Oh, that's funny. Um, that's amazing, Stuart, Elsa says. I agree uh, 100%. So, oh, they are just getting out of the spacecraft. They are just getting out of the head of it and letting William Shatner out. Now, here's the bet, Bob. Does William Shatner fall over? Uh, no, they won't let him do that. I, I, not fall, fall, but he might be wobbly. You just oh, went too. He could I, be wobbly. I mean, I, I had I, I, a hell of a rush, man. I mean, holy mackerel, the G-force he just did at 90 yes. years old. Holy mackerel. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I, I look forward to hearing more about it. My thing is, my mind is blown by the math on this. They know they're shooting somebody up at this fast, at this speed, with this much gas. He's gonna, they're gonna let go, and then it's gonna float down, and they know right where it's going to land. Yep. That just blows my mind. And yep. they have it within a football field worth of space. Oh, yeah. oh, that just yeah. boom, like a hundred yards. That's nothing. Like they just went. Ah, oh, here we go. They're opening the door. 
I'll bet five bucks he had. Uh, I bet, yeah, I'll bet he loaded up his depends on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, there's the first one. He's giving a thumbs up. He's looking back in. Wow. Wow. All right, guys, we'll be right back in one second after a word from our sponsor with Mr. Sidney Ross Singer. And we are talking about breast cancer awareness. We are talking about No Broad Day. We're making sure we keep spreading the positivity and the message that Dr. Sydney, or that Sydney has been bringing and making sure we spread it in a positive way. Uh, thank you guys for being with us this morning as we watched Mr. William Shatner go into space and come right back down. It's I'm I'm waiting for him to come out of this. Sydney, I'm going to bring you in to have fun with us. Did you get to watch this today, sir? Uh, no, I didn't. I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being with us today. I'm sorry I'm waking you up. Good it's, morning, it, it, oh, this is so uh William they just launched a spaceship into William Shatner into space for a few minutes and he, the spaceship just landed. And they're getting everybody off now, but we watched this as a community together. And this was just a special thing because it's uh, William Shatner. Oh, yeah. He's 90 years old and got to go into space today. I, I think that's amazing. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I will pull this out. Mr. Cindy Singer, how are you today, sir? Thank you for joining us again. I'm fine. Thanks. Uh, how are you doing? I am. Where are you right now? It's really dark where you're at. Are you like hiding in a basement? Do we need to warn the authorities? <laughs> no, it's actually five o'clock in the morning here in Hawaii. And oh. um, I uh, I live, uh, well, this is, I live off the grid here. We used to live here for 25 years. And uh, uh, three years ago, we left uh, Hawaii when the volcano chased us away. And we moved back to the mainland for uh, for three years, and now we're we're back to uh, sort of take care of business and take care of our place. And um, so this is that's it's dark. You might hear cokey frogs in the background, and uh, it's raining, but it's lightened up a little bit. We have out. We live like an outdoor uh, open air living. Yeah. Um, so it's. You know, it's really an awesome experience living out here. Like um, that, the sounds are beautiful. Like you could just set a recording there, oh, and yeah. oh, you have your own meditation, like, uh, like for real. Actually, so, we listen. We we listen to recordings of the Koki frogs uh, when we're on the mainland to help us sleep because uh, they're they're awesome. Yeah, there. That is just a beautiful sound. Now, I thank you for being here so early in the morning for uh, with Where's, us. Where's yeah. Ilsa? Where's Ilsa? So Ilsa has uh, for me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Ilsa actually had uh, internet. She her country does rolling blackouts. We went live, and in South Africa, they cut the power in her city for uh, I, th I think she says like th two to three hours uh, every week, once wow. a week, and so That's she crazy. lost her power right when we went live today. And she, I have to be honest, she was really she's in the comments she even says hello my sweetie she's saying hello to you like that and she's well, been doing yeah she's been doing the no bra for a month now 
And Mm -hmm. she literally says how amazing she feels. She's noticing a difference. She was saying how different times be. And she's been feeling the difference. She's been noticing how she, it, it at first, because I've asked her about it and how you're feeling, how she's doing with this. She's been blown away. The first few weeks were a little bit tricky for her. She mentioned how she felt uncomfortable being in public like that, even with the tank top on to help her like cover and all that. Mm-hmm. She still felt a little uncomfortable, but now mm-hmm. her confidence is up. She mm-hmm. feels like she sees that they're perkier, as she would describe. Bob is her biggest fan. He always is cheering yeah. her on and making sure she knows he's happy for her. And we have fun with that conversation like that. But he, we all know the seriousness behind it. And today is International No Bra Day. It's International Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And we wanted you back for this. We were so grateful you were coming back. How can we spread a positive message like this and keep your knowledge going out there for people? I don't know how you can spread it. I, I think, um, well, I, I really, uh, I don't know that you're asking a publicity question. I've been trying to do that for 25 years. Uh, <laughs> you know, you spread it however you can, but um, telling what well, we have the bra free study um, that women can join, you know, uh, yep. which is at brafreestudy.org. And it's uh, that the experiences of women in that study is what uh, I'm sure Ilsa would, would um, confirm. What, mm-hmm. what a lot of women experience is that they're, um, they're, if they had breast cysts or breast pain uh, before, with their, it's usually caused by the bra. And it's um, when they get rid of the bra, that goes away pretty quickly, like within days, if not a couple of weeks. And um, women can breathe easier when they get rid of their bra, uh, because if you have a a band around your chest, you can't breathe very well. And uh, so it actually reduces breathing and makes it harder to to take a deep breath. And it stresses their entire bodies and causes changes even in their core body temperature and digestion. there's a bunch of a bunch of physiological changes that have been studied uh, that happen when you wear something tight. So it's it's just we uh, oh good. Uh, I, I saw that and I was like I got to bring that in. I don't have the pressure right on my heart. Yeah, that's good. See, I wish Ilsa was here. I, I want Ilsa to tell us what you experienced. Yeah. I know because- we we have talked about this for a month. We have been marketing this for her to be able to talk about this with you for a month. And then today she literally, I, I have messages galore from her. Like her heart dropped when her internet went out and she was trying to find an answer for it. I, well, I, do, you I, want, do you want to just have me back at another time when she's here? Cause I'd love to talk with her about it. Actually, I would love that. Um, could you give us just a, like, maybe like 10 more minutes and then you can go back to bed and I'll, and like, listen to the frogs. <laughs> if you can do that, like, and yeah. I only say that because I want to make sure we do today is the international no bra day. And it is something that is a lot of people don't understand the significance of it. And you brought a lot of attention to these things last time you were on here and mm-hmm. it raised my red flags. It made mm-hmm. me realize that while, yeah, bras are fun to like, they, they, they boost and they do all these other things they're really a problem and they're creating more of an issue. And what I thought was really interesting is your response. Cause I made a joke about not wearing underwear 
and men. Mm-hmm. And you were very honest. You were like, yeah, don't wear underwear. And I like, I already was free falling. Like I literally haven't worn underwear for years and mm-hmm. you said it and it got Bob and I to start talking and all the benefits behind that. And it's amazing like the way this is developing for people to see the truth behind it. As men, uh, double-blinded medicine, what do you mean by that? I don't know. I don't remember anybody saying that. Did you say that? I wrote, I, I wrote an article called Double-Blinded Medicine when, when both the doctor and the patient are both in the dark. Oh, I was and like, it, I don't remember anybody saying that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, um, well, that was, um, see, one of the problems with, with this issue is that it's a culture issue. And when the culture gives us um, bad behaviors that make us sick, you know, attitudes and behaviors that really aren't healthy, but they're culturally appropriate. Um, the problem is the medical profession is part of the culture, too. So mm-hmm. um, back in the 40s, 30s, 40s when, and 50s, when smoking was extremely common in, this, in, in everywhere, and especially in the United mm-hmm. States, but I'm sure in a lot of places. Doctors smoked also, you know, they thought it was good for you. There were ads of doctors selling camel cigarettes. That, that's the brand doctors oh, yeah. prefer. Yeah. So yeah. they were part of the problem. And everybody uh, is blinded to the culture. So when uh, when doctors and their patients are both participating in, in harmful cultural practices, it, uh, they're both in the dark. And it's hard for any objectivity you have to like step outside the culture and i'm an i'm a medical anthropologist so i have medical training and anthropologic training and i'm able to just uh sort of extract myself and and take an outside objective view of what's going on what am i what are we doing to ourselves and the medical Mm -hmm. profession is i mean women in women doctors uh wear bras many of them and they don't they don't realize it's constrictive and so forth. And when you tell them, I mean, if we thought about it, this all makes sense. But they don't think about it because it's a, one of those socially required, accepted things. They feel like I need to be professional. I need to have my breasts in a prescribed shape and position, which is absurd. But that's what they're trained. So that's what that was, uh, Ilsa. Ilsa asked, you know, what is double, you know, both in the dark, double-blinded medicine. So it was a pun on, on a double-blind study. This is a double-blinded medicine. Um, so, uh, and that is, the, that is the essence of the problem here. And then when you raise, you bring out this point and show people, look what you're doing. Mm-hmm. The typical response is denial because nobody wants to admit that they're doing stupid things to themselves. And especially if they are a professional, um, uh, my lights flicker once in a while, anyway. especially if they're, if they're uh, a professional doing this and they should know better. Um, what was that sound? I don't know. I was, no, the, I thought it was, no, I thought not. it was at your place. No, I'm on a ranch, and uh, my friend oh. Tamara just pulled up with the four-wheeler, man. She just oh, okay. the horses. <laughs> okay. So, so if, uh, Brandon, so what did you do uh, this this month in, in the women, with the women in your life? Did you tell all the women in your life about brides and breast cancer? I mean, you're asking me, how do you get the word out? That's right. how you do it. I actually did. And I, I don't know if this is a good thing or not, but like I literally, I connect with women way more than men. 
all, I, I just always have my mom. I was raised by my mom and my sisters. And when I started talking about it to them, they just associated it to me being Brandon. They're like, oh, he's just, he's telling us something new that he read about and stuff. Then your emails started coming in and I was reading your emails. I, I like, cause I signed up for everything and uh, your studies. And I was like blown away by the research and how some of these things went. So I started taking them to my mom and I'm like, look, just look at this. Just go through this. And my one sister, my youngest sister, started fighting me on a tooth and nail. She's like, I have too big of boobs. That's never going to work. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I, I, look, I don't think there's a size where they're like, they're too big. You can't have, you, can, you should, you should be wearing a bra. I don't think there, there's a thing like that. And she's like, no, no, I, I, I can't be free. And I, as I talked to more people, friends, I shared it with, I had a friend who has a clothing line. I shared it to her. And she told me, I love going bra free, but I don't know how I feel about letting everybody know that. Because like she said, if it makes her feel uncomfortable that certain guys give her that look. So it was an interesting thing because I had this conversation and that was the common theme. It's the staring. It's the uncomfortableness of it. And my mom and my sisters had the opposite side. They were like, oh, no, I'm too big. And I thought those were two very interesting conflicts for people. and. For me, I just keep sharing it in a way that I'm like, look, here's what I've been reading from this study that they're looking at for breast cancer. And it's not me wanting to get everybody's breasts out there. And like, so we're all free. I do want that for the freedom, but it's not the guy part of me. That's like, yay. It's the, it's the health side of me. Mm -hmm. It's the freedom side of me and the confidence because I've watched Ilsa's confidence be built up in this last month. I've really? watched her. Do, oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, the first few days was amazing. The first few days was honestly, you could see she angled her camera where she was like this. She didn't want everybody to know. She was really being cautious. And I could see her trying very hard and being open to new things, but still reserved. And I thought that's really interesting because my mom and my sisters wouldn't even go that far, let alone be on camera like that. So I give Ilsa all the credit in the world because now she doesn't just come on. She openly says, no, they're perkier. I feel better. My confidence is up. And you see it like hands down. You see it in her as a man, though, talking to women about this, it kind of does. It comes off a little bit sometimes weird for some women. And I don't know if it's me mm -hmm. talking about it as a guy, how do I just send them to your website to say, like, here, take a look at this? Or can I, how can I make it where it's not me coming across like a creeper? Well, that's a good question. You could send them to my website, brasandbreastcancer.org. Um, and that has a, um, a lot of discussion and other studies and everything like that. It's also not um, my just our study. We did the first study, and that was mm -hmm. 25 years ago. But now, but there are dozens of studies now, and um, the most important thing is for them to try it and feel it for themselves. But there mm -hmm. is a creep factor you got to get over just discussing breasts with women, and I'm able to do it maybe as a medical person. Um, you know, I explain I'm a medical anthropologist, and and I I study the the impact of, of uh, you know, the cultural causes of disease and 
bras are causing breast disease by being too constrictive. And if you have any marks around your breasts left by your bra, any indentations or marks in your skin, it's too tight. Um, so women typically receive that well. I mean, they, they're happy to hear because they don't want breast cancer and they don't want breast disease. And, right. and But many of them are afraid of men and afraid of being leered at and they're afraid their nipples will poke through and, and these types of cultural things that we've conditioned them to be afraid of, which obviously are absurd, but they're conditioned. So it takes the cultures having to change and it is changing. I mean, bra free is, is much more popular now than ever before. Yeah. All these celebrities are bra free. Um, you know, so styles have changed. It's mainstream to be bra free now because of comfort. Uh, women know it's more comfortable. So if it's more comfortable, that's your body telling you that when you're wearing it, it's hurting you. If taking it off feels better. So you just have to let them know, you know, but the, the weird thing is if they're wearing a push-up bra, that's sort of, um, the push-up bra makes an issue out of their breasts or any bra. It, it makes you look at their breasts. If they're just being natural, if a guy's going to look at breasts, he's going to look at it whether they're wearing a bra or not. That's and the bra, isn't, the bra is a fetish garment. It's taking the breasts and mm. accentuating them and reshaping them and repositioning them. That's making an issue out of things. If you're just yes. natural, you're natural. I mean, that's... So I think it's a little strange that they feel sexualized without a bra when actually they're sexualized with a bra, in my opinion. Now, with that, I, I was having a conversation with a person that I do a lot of business with, and her daughter is 14. And her daughter got a detention in school for wearing a tank top and her bra straps were showing because it was too much for the boys. And I'm sitting there going, how, and I'm asking, cause I wish I had a better answer. How do you not sexualize it? If we sexualize it in that way by punishing the female, how, why she did nothing wrong there. The boy has to learn to control his emotions and his hormones. But exactly. it, it, I just, I, I, oh, I see CK's here. I hope I can get her in here. CK, I wanted to make sure I had a, a female with us today I, when oh, Elsa's cool. internet went out. So, hi, I CK. I got to out for a minute, brother. Hi, Love CK. you, brother. I hope Hello. her internet works good, too. Hi, CK. She, I don't know. She's She looks frozen. Oh, there. Oh. I see a smile, and she has one of the best smiles. Can't hear her. I can't hear you, sweetie. We'll see what happens. As soon as I hear. Uh, to, to, your, to your point, uh, Brandon, about boys in school, because that's an important point. I, in general, I think men are responsible for how they interact with women, and it, they need to learn at a young age that there will be a women um that they're going to have to leave alone and learn how to support themselves uh, i mean how to can you hear me hi. hi hi ck how are you we are i am wonderful how are you can you hear us okay i don't think she hears us uh we have a comment are we talking about I'm covid here. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, CK, I think your internet's given us giving you some problems uh, too. Uh, my volume all the way up. I, Weird. <laughs> so, uh, with that, doctor, or with with that, Sydney. My niece is nine years old. She's going to be 10. She's in sixth grade. And she is starting to grow up. And I don't want her to feel, A, objectified. I don't want her to feel, B, that she's doing something wrong. And C, I want her to be confident in herself. How can I, as her uncle, help with that? And I know that's a very weird question, but... I think men need to be asking these questions because I have a niece and I think she needs to be able to love herself in such a great way and help with that. You know? Well, you're right. At the, at her age, uh, they get to the point where they do their training bra, which is a rite of passage for girls in a bra wearing culture. Um, but that's Hi. like, uh, you know, that's, that's not something you want to encourage. I think a, a, a girl, um, can enter womanhood without having to feel that she can constrict, she has to start constricting her breasts or has to think of her breasts as a sexual object. I can hear you great. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> like multiple conversations. This is great. There's a delay. There's a big delay. <laughs> sign out and sign back in, CK. See if I that. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> she can hear us, but we can't. Hey, there's a really long delay. So let's try signing out and sign back in. I'll bring you right back in. Okay, CK? Well, she'll Live. hear that in a little bit. Yep. <laughs> okay. She'll hear that in five minutes. Um, <laughs> honestly, it, 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 I think, and the great comment, it comes down to the parents. But with it coming down to the parents, my sister is very self-conscious about her own. She's the she's one of the ones that said her breasts are too big. That's why she needs a bra. And I, I 100% want her to know that like instilling needing this and all these other things in there, I send her your articles. I've sent her the ones that I read and I'm like, oh my God, read this. Like, I need you to see this. And she's like, okay, I, I thanks B and stuff like that. But it's almost like they read it because they have to. And like you said, there's that restriction there. There's that block. I'd like to be able to break that for them. And I mean that as just my family for, for, for starters. And yeah. I, I don't know how to do that without sounding like a creep. Because I did this the other day with a girl in Colorado. And her and I were going back and forth. And I was telling her about your stuff. I sent her your website. And she's like, oh, I don't wear a bra. And I asked her why. And she she made the joke, well, I have very small boobs, so nobody notices. And I was like, okay, why do you really not wear a bra? And she's like, honestly, it doesn't feel comfortable. And I wanted to be able to feel more comfortable in myself. And that was something that was an amazing to hear from a stranger. Well, you know, there's, there's, when you're using the word comfortable, I think there's a confusion here because there's, there's physical comfort and there's psychological comfort. I think being without a bra is physically much more comfortable. There's no question, and women will all agree to that, almost all women, unless they're, they're so conditioned in their bodies physically to require a bra. Like if you have big breasts and you've been wearing a bra ever since puberty, 
then your natural suspensory ligaments are weak. So uh, it's like having your arm in a sling. If you took it for years and years, if you took that sling off, even if your arm, your arm ligaments were fine in the first place, after years of putting your arm in a sling and artificially supporting it, your shoulder mm -hmm. ligaments would be really weak and it would probably hurt taking the sling off. And then you'd say, oh, I need this sling for support. Well, yeah, you do now. And it would take a time for your ligaments to regain strength. But you didn't need that naturally. And you could probably recover from it. But it's the same with the breasts. So a large-breasted woman physically may feel uncomfortable taking her bra off because these their breasts are swollen with lymph fluid because that was constricted. The lymphatic system gets constricted by a tight bra, which causes the cancer problem and cysts and pain and toxification of the breasts. And they're heavy with fluid. They have lymphedema. So, uh, so the ligaments are weak and the breasts have extra fluid in them from constriction. And yeah, you take the bra off, it might feel uncomfortable for a few days until it drains out and feels, you know, and, and it'll, it'll get better. But um, they're the ones that they'll put it back on. And some of them wear them 24 seven because they just feel uncomfortable. And then psychological discomfort is the real thing that I think most women are saying. I'm not comfortable being without a bra because men are looking or that kind of discomfort is psychological and cultural. And mm -hmm. that's, that kind of conditioning is really hard to change. I mean, I, that's what advertisers do. That's what the COVID brainwashing is all about. I mean, we are, you have to bombard people with information over and over and over to get them to change their habits. And if you've been bombarded with images of bras ever since you're a baby and a girl, you know, and you see bra, you see mommy in a bra, you see all your movie stars and everything like that, you're and the advertisements everywhere, um, you're brainwashing. So you take yeah. brainwashed people and tell them you don't need this, and they'll feel, um, oh my God. Now, if you told men, don't wear underwear. We've been brainwashed into thinking underwear, but not as much as women with bras. But men, I, I think, have a different attitude about about their, you know, about our being underwear free versus a woman bra free, because you really can't mm -hmm. tell if we're underwear free. You can't really tell. And um, I think men don't want to put up with as much shit as women do. I mean, they they're trained to put up with discomfort for the sake of fashion. Look at the high heeled shoes having to, to deal with their makeup all the time. And, and I mean, they're on display. They're on display. We men aren't yet on display, but I think that's changing as our culture becomes more um, sexually dimorphic and everybody, men will probably start wearing lipstick and other, I mean, I'm sure some of them are doing it now and we're getting more cosmetic surgery as men. We're becoming just as messed up as women. Uh, so in the future, we'll probably, we might even be more and more men are actually wearing bras and I don't think it's just cross dressers. I think, um, some men feel like, oh, I have man boobs. I have to wear a bra. I mean, what? It, it, it makes no sense, but you have a multi-billion dollar bra industry that's trying to get into all of our heads and all of our wallets. So of course they're going to be promoting it. So you're dealing with a cultural problem. That's what I, that's my job is to study these things as cultural um, issues, culture cause disease. That's uh, and that's difficult to deal with because mm -hmm. there's so there's so much cultural pressure. So when you talk to a woman about this, realize you're fighting the culture. You're fighting a person who's been brainwashed to be fearful of being free with mm. their breasts. God forbid a nipple will show through, and, you know, 
I agree with you though, because it's it it it's become such a stereotype in our heads and our minds that like that it needs covered up. It needs these things. I was on vacation in Mexico where it's a lot more common for especially younger kids uh, growing up and all that. They run around and the kids just have their bottoms on. And young girls who are starting to develop, they don't have them put a top on for some of them. They let them run free. Mm-hmm. When you're not used to that culture and you're used to it being ingrained in a different way, the first time you see it is like a, whoa, wait a minute. Like you feel wrong. And like as a man, you know, it's a hard. Good thing to do, a, good thing, a good thing to do is go to a, go to a naturist resort. I mean, uh, uh, here in Hawaii, there's a nude beach right near us, uh, and it's really very liberating. I never did that before until I moved to Hawaii, and it's standing near the ocean on a black sand beach with big crashing waves and being able to be naked and free in the sun, and and it's a clothing optional thing. Everybody's chill. I mean, there's, I think there's less sexuality when they're when you're naked in a social setting because you're not there for that. If women are all bikinied up and trying it with the thongs and everything like that, trying to, that's the fetish. I mean, if you have, mm-hmm. imagine a woman with a bare butt and, and a woman with a thong sticking up her crack, which mm-hmm. one is sexualized? The, the naked natural one or the one that's trying to raise attention to a crack by having a thong on? It's the same thing. Or bra, if she's wearing a, a bikini and her breasts are being accentuated by that. Versus just a natural woman. I mean, so if you if you really want to de desensitize to what the culture has sensitized us to, and you have to go mm-hmm. go to a place, go to a nudist place, and they're they're really very friendly. Um, they're they are, it's learning body acceptance because the people that go to these places usually are, they don't have perfect bodies, and you start learning none of us have perfect bodies, and you become much more body accepting, accepting, and that's one of the big pro. Uh, pushes for naturism, which mm. is body acceptance. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's a good thing. Like you said, you were in, in Mexico, you saw it and it was shocking, but then you get over it. And if you do that, if, if you're a woman, you know, that's uncomfortable being bra free, even under a blouse, then go to a place where women are top free. And then you'll, it'll, you, you'll move your goalpost a little bit, you know? I like how you phrase that. I like that. I think that's phenomenally said because you desexualize it. And that's what a lot yeah. of us need to have done. How can, can we, we teach? Th- can you go imagine ahead, what, can you imagine what what um, what Islamic women who wear burqas and have their faces totally always covered? Imagine in those cultures, these women take their face mask off. The men go crazy. They'll they'll and they and they'll throw these women in jail, if not stone them in the street in some places. So I mean, that's the extreme of what we're dealing with bras. It's the same kind yeah. of thing that we're shaming women if your breasts are not even under your blouse, even yeah. under the blouse. I mean, I'm not talking about women walking around to work top free. We're talking just bra free. And that's considered shocking. And yet we would we would laugh at at Muslim cultures that are so worried about women uh, for, you know, that they have to cover their faces. And what's the problem? You know, you got to realize this is all cultural bullshit. It's it's all made up. There is absolutely no logic to any of these fashions and and fetishes and whatever. And when it's indoctrinated, uh, you know, it, it feels real and it feels important, but it's it's all brainwashing. 
That's fascinating how you say that because it goes into so many different areas. Um, with this being Breast Cancer Awareness Month, are you seeing an increase in people coming to you wanting to talk about this? Are you seeing no. people? No. No, really? Message, because there's no money in my message. Um, if I was, I was told by the bra industry I should be selling a new bra. I should sell a safer bra. I mean, what happened when cigarettes were discovered, were finally accepted as, well, when, when it was discovered that they were causing cancer, that was denied by the medical industry for 30 years. I've been doing this now for almost 30 years. The denial happens, more studies come in, but the denial continues because it's a powerful industry. And mm -hmm. the industries, what they do is they'll suddenly do a study that says, we didn't find any problem. And as soon as that happens, there's no more medical consensus mm -hmm. and there's disagreement. And when there's mm -hmm. disagreement, then you can't, you can't, um, the government won't step in. There won't be any warning labels. There won't be, that's how they get out of warning labels on products that are obviously bad for you. Like cell phones, if they cause brain cancer, you just have the cell phone companies do some research that says, no, it doesn't. Okay. Now the experts have to say, okay, well, there's this study over here that says this is not true. So I guess we shouldn't take this too seriously. And unless everything agrees, as soon as there's any disagreement, which the industry makes sure there is, mm -hmm. and they, they, as soon as there's disagreement, the, the issue becomes, well, we can't deal with it. And then mm -hmm. when they finally do deal with it, because if it's true, it's going to be, it's going to stay there like the bra issue. Um, I mean, if this wasn't true, I wouldn't be doing this for 25 years. It wouldn't have mm -hmm. lasted. Um, but then eventually they'll come out with a filtered cigarette. And that's what ended up happening. I say, okay, the cigarettes are bad, but not this cigarette. This is better. Mm -hmm. So now if you notice in the bra industry, they, they wanted to blame the underwire. And if you look up this issue, I never studied the underwire in my original study. But when mm -hmm. our, stuff, our stuff came out and people were talking about it, the, they were starting to blame the underwire bras and saying, okay, so if we get rid of the underwire, it won't be so tight. And then it'll be okay. And so the underwire, the non-underwire, the, the, uh, or the, the um, yeah, they, they actually will still be tight, though, um, and still cause problems. But because it's not as tight, it's like you're not smoking as much tar and nicotine. Mm. But you're tar and nicotine. And um, yeah. so bralettes are now, or sports bras, are probably the filtered cigarette of the bra. And, okay, go ahead. No, that's what I was going to ask. Was it like the sports bra? Would that be considered that, or the uh, what is it called? The tankini? Is that what it is? It's the tank bra top. Bra yeah, bralettes, whatever. Yeah, uh, if it's if it's like a t-shirt where there's absolutely no constriction or no pressure on the breasts, you're just covering them like you're wearing a a, a loose t-shirt. That's not an issue at all. That's just that's not a bra. But when you're wearing a sports bra, they are constrictive. They're meant to reduce to, uh, or if not eliminate, breast movement. They compress the breast. Breast movement is important for circulation in the breast. You don't want to make them constricted and immobile. Um, so sports bras are really too tight. You should never wear them long term. If you want them for an hour while doing sports, that's fine. But you don't want to wear a sports bra all day as your alternative to your underwire bra that you used to wear. So you really just have to, but, but women sometimes do these things in steps. You know, they, they, I can't go cold Turkey and, and immediately uh, stop this addiction to bras. I, I need to do it slowly. And um, 
that's fine as long as they're aware of the issue and they realize they're making a choice that affects their health. And, right. But I'm not selling sports bras. And I'm not selling bralettes. I've had bra companies come to me over the years and ask me to endorse their bra. They say, our bra is better for you. There was one bra that came out that had um, round, um, uh, like inch wide, round, raised areas in the bra that was supposed to push your, your lymphatic system and massage you as you move, which is crazy. And when women took the bra off, I'm, I'm sure it left these round welt marks all over their breasts. But it didn't go anywhere. But I got contacted by them uh, once and several other bra companies, too, to they saying how their bras, a lot of bras were based on our book, Dress to Kill which talked about our, our uh, study, our brown breast cancer study. And this, that was the first book on this whole issue. And they cite our research to justify their patent for a new bra saying most bras are, are too tight. Ours isn't, we, it's better for your lymphatic system. So th that's how the industry has dealt with this. They've tried coming up with new bras, new products, but mm -hmm. I don't endorse them because I don't believe in them. And, and that would taint my message. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a scientist. I'm not a marketer. So uh, I, I never went for that, but I thought it fascinating that these companies were trying to mitigate the issue, but I didn't think they did. And um, uh, gee, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, no, 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 you're good. You were saying how they, they, try, they used your studies yeah. to show why they got their patents and it helped them market it in a way that made it look like they yeah. were doing something. And, and because I'm not market, you asked me, why am I not getting requests right now? Like crazy. Um, uh, I didn't start international bra free day. I really don't know who did. It just started. And um, the media is so controlled as you know, um, and the interests, uh, the bra, the bra issue has been, uh, is, all right, you know how if you say anything that's against vaccines now, how you become completely marginalized and blacklisted and censored? Well, that's what I've been experiencing for 25 years of the bra issue because really? the cancer yeah. industry is extremely powerful. Breast cancer, over these 25 years with the pink bullshit and everybody marching for breast cancer, running, doing everything to raise money for these organizations that we try contacting and have been, you know, trying to educate about this issue that are completely shutting it down. They do not want bras to be the answer. And one of the reasons is they can't sell mammograms that well if women aren't worried about their breast health. And mm -hmm. they worry about if they get rid of their bras, they stop worrying about their breasts because they feel good. It, it's it, when you have pain from bras and cysts and, you know, fibrocystic breast disease is extremely common. More women mm. have it than don't. They have mm. breast pain and cysts as a result of their bras. And that's a bigger problem than cancer, much bigger. Cancer is the end disease. But women, when they constrict their breasts, they have more problems than just than just cancer. They have they have pain and cysts back in. Uh, they have shoulder pain, neck pain, uh, headaches. I mean, all sorts of problems from bras, tingling in their fingers from the compression of the nerves and the shoulders where the bra strap sticks in. It cuts down on the nerve to the arms, causes tingling in the hands. Bras are, are I mean, there's lots of studies on what bras can do to you. The cancer link is what we added, but the problems of bras are ignored for many reasons. One, the bra industry is extremely powerful. 
And they want to make sure nobody does that. And they fund now, they fund breast cancer research. And they want to make sure none is done on the bra. And Mm -hmm. anybody that comes up with it gets blacklisted. I've seen it happen. I've seen Mm. myself get support from people. And then those people get canceled. So... Mm. Um, yeah, you probably don't have to worry uh, right yet, Brandon. But it'll I, I'm still I'm still small enough that <laughs> they're not noticing. About. That's right. You're like one of those one of those uh, anti-vax uh, YouTuber YouTube um, uh, videos with a thousand views. But right. once once you get like you know enough viewership and you start talking stuff, you'll get blacklisted. That's the way medicine works. It's extremely controlled, extreme mm. amount of censorship. And the problem is. And not just with COVID. And the problem is, you know, like in medicine, if you do, if you're going to do research on bro, on breast cancer or any breast disease, what do you do uh, when what do you what do you do with bras in your research design? Do you ignore it? If you were doing lung research and you wanted to study lung disease, do you ignore smoking? Well, they did for a lot of years, but you mm-hmm. wouldn't do that now. You un- we all know it's bad. It, it affects your lungs. Well, bras affect the breasts, and yet they've been completely ignored in breast cancer research. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. In some countries, in Iran, they're using that as a standard question in breast cancer research. There was even a study that came out of Iran saying bras are a cause of breast cancer that's, that's little recognized. And mm. they, you know, they understand that in China, they understand this in Korea, in Southeast Asia, they understand this. They haven't had breast cancer there until bras came in and bras are a Western fashion. They weren't Eastern. So these countries used, used to have very little breast cancer and then they got the bra and their breast cancer rate shot up. So they're very much aware of that, but they make bras like crazy in Southeast Asia and China. I mean, a lot of them are made there and they have institutes that study um, the effect of bras, like ergonomics of bras. And they're studying what a type, what kind of a bra can we make to make it non-constrictive, to make it not do the, and they study things like body temperature changes from bra wearing. And all of these things are coming out of, out of Korea, Japan, and China, because those cultures get it. But in Western cultures where bras are like, you know, considered normal and for since the 1930s, um, they don't even want to touch this thing. And the cancer Hmm. industry is going to have to admit that all of their studies that ignored the bra are useless. They're just as flawed as lung cancer studies that didn't ask about uh, about whether you smoke or not, Mm -hmm. or probably like like covid studies that didn't ask whether you had the infection before or not, uh, or if you were va- not vaccinated. I mean, all you leave out essential variables and your results are garbage. So the entire breast cancer world that has ignored bras have created years and years of garbage. And that's why breast cancer is still a problem. After mm. all of these years, and all of the fundraising, all of the billions of dollars, the huge industry, the mammogram industry, the surgical industry, the, the uh, you know, everything, the lingerie industry for mastectomy bras, which the American Cancer Society sells mastectomy bras. The, the whole thing, which is kind of ironic, it's like after you get cancer from your bra, they'll sell you another bra uh, to hold the fake breasts in, which they'll sell you also. It's, it's like insane. 
And the industry does not want the broad. This one issue is a critical. Um, it'll take down the whole cancer industry. And that's mm. because they look so stupid. They look so inadequate and, and inept and biased. And, uh, and, I could, and I felt this censorship from this on the Wikipedia page that somebody created for my book, Dress to Kill. If you go to that and if you go to the discussion section, you'll see years of people trying to break through and get information about the book in there and information about um, that supports the Bra Cancer Link. But somebody created a web page about Dress to Kill on Wikipedia to deliberately beat up the book. And they mentioned the book very briefly. And in the description of the book, they say how it's not accepted by the major cancer authorities. And those are the only ones they quote and cite and then they, they don't even give the results of the book anymore. So you're talking about a book and its studies. And in the book, the new edition that we came out in 2018, we critique all of these things and even talk about the Wikipedia page, but they won't even mention any of that. It's a pure, completely 100% biased thing. And the people yeah. who are editing this are high up editors at Wikipedia. And they are too powerful to, to, to change. And when hmm. you, and they've said explicitly, we want the public to be sure that this is misinformation that the bra cancer link is misinformation and therefore we have to present it as a ridiculous misinformed thing. We don't want anyone to believe it. So they've mm. been treating bras and breast cancer just as they treat anybody saying like natural immunity might be just as good as vaccine induced immunity for COVID. It's, mm. it's like taboo. I'm sorry. We don't discuss that. And if you do discuss it, we're going to shut you down. Mm -hmm. So I've been dealing, you know, I've been seeing this COVID type you know, of censorship, which is really scary when you get into it. I've been experiencing that for 30 years. And I'm not surprised in it. Uh, it. It's amazing how it's exactly the same playbook for, for that they do against me that they're doing on the COVID. They have agendas and they'll do what they want for their agendas. And it's not based on science. It's based on politics, economics and money. Yeah, that's exactly what... There's more money in women getting breast cancer and in buying lingerie and in getting mammograms and going for treatments. There's more money in it. This, the culture is making money on that. If they were to suddenly listen to this, women stop wearing bras. They won't need any. We could save billions of dollars, not to mention the women. OK, just making it economic. Plus, women work a lot better at work when they're not uncomfortable, when they're not in pain from their breasts hurting. Um, and they, they will be more, more comfortable without a bra. That's why they're not wearing them now, especially if they work at home. That's what blew this right. thing open because a lot of women wearing them. They said, screw it. Why am I wearing a bra on, on Zoom? You know, so it, it's, it's changing the culture. Anyway, the medical industry is going to have to catch up, but they won't. It's going to take them so long to catch up. They have too much vested interest. Maybe the next generation of doctors will be able to, to deal with it. But the current generation have have staked their claim and said that this is this is not true. It should be ignored. They even funded a study to make it look false. They funded a study at a Fred Hutchison, which is a famous cancer place in Seattle in 2014. It was paid for by uh, the um, National Cancer Institute, which from the beginning of our study has been saying knee jerking, knee jerk reaction. No, this is false. It's it's ridiculous. And then after decades of people following it and, and, and it gaining, um, gaining support, both in the research world and in the public, they felt we had to do a study to disprove this so that we could stop this thing from snowballing. Mm. So they did this really bad study on only older women who were lifetime bra users. None of 
them were bra free. And then they, they said, well, we couldn't find a difference in, in, in breast cancer incidents and the amount of time they wore a bra. So therefore this thing isn't true. And there's so much wrong with that because there wasn't even a control group of bra free women. You're looking at like lifetime smokers who are all above 55 and asking, can we tell if there's any difference in cancer incidents if they smoke two packs a day or one and a half pack or one pack? And we don't see a difference. They all have similar rates. Therefore, smoking doesn't cause cancer. That's what they did with the bra. It was clearly hmm. bullshit. But because it came from Fred Hutch and because uh, it was being promoted, it went around the world as the last word on the bra issue. And, and of course, that's one study, one flawed study isn't the last word on anything unless you want it to be. And that they tried shutting down everything. So if you went to the Wikipedia page, they'll have that study and they'll give the results of that. But they won't give the results of our study or of any of the other studies or of the critique of that study or any of that kind of stuff. It's just it's just amazing. The, the medical mm. system that we have is so bad. It's so biased. It, the truth mm. does not come out. Um, so you're on your own. And that's why the best thing is, and the fortunate thing, we're not testing a new vaccine here or a new drug. We're just saying, take your bra off and see how you feel. And that's the proof right there for yourself. And that's the perfect beauty of this. And that's why it's still alive, despite its cultural, uh, the cultural message being so difficult because women see, yeah, I feel a lot better. Oh man, this, this was hurting me. Uh, it, you mm. could feel it for yourself. It, it's nothing you need a doctor for. And Miss CK, I don't know. Can you hear us now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I yes. can hear you and you're aligned. I love it. We get Miss CK with us for the last question. Miss CK, Absolutely. take off and give one last question before we end our show today. Yes, sir. Mr. Singer, one question I have. I know that I watched you on the last show. And you stated that um, when you went to Africa, some women were asking about um, your wife and what was that? It was a bra. And you, state that it, you stated that if women just take off their bras, they would feel better. One of my concerns is this. There are plenty of women in the workforce in certain jobs where their appearance is everything. And it's not the rules that we set. It's the rules that are set for us. For example, I am prior military. In the military, you cannot just go without a bra and say, hey, I'm doing me. There are very strenuous exercises. We run, we hike, we have to take rucksacks. We have to do extremely strenuous things. So in running four or five miles, we cannot just have our breasts just flopping all over the place because it's not just about the way that we look it's about the hierarchy and the way that it is designed. We get policed by our bodies, especially being a woman of color. So with what may be acceptable in some realms, and for example, women of color get policed very, very, and scrutinized very strenuously in our looks and what may be a level, a level of courtesy and common respect and decencies that is afforded to Caucasian women. It's not necessarily to women of color. So that is mm -hmm. one of, from my standpoint, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm petite, but I have one daughter that's very, you know, she, she's very well endowed. And so if 
women of color, being that we already get scrutinized the way that we do, if we just say, hey, the hell with it, and we are getting disrespected on a continuous basis anyway, I don't think that that would make it any better. Yes, health-wise, it would be good for us. But when you're already fighting to, to, to be recognized and with the same courtesy and the same respects that supported other people, it's a different, it, it, it's a different can of worms. Well, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, but there's a little, you know, if you, uh, are, so you're basically saying though, I, I want to, I know I'm more comfortable and it's healthier not to wear a bra, but I'm in a social situation um, where, uh, not just social and employment situation where I need to wear a bra for exercise purposes to keep myself on, you know, breast under control. And also there's a culture in the military, especially against black women that requires that, that they'll, they'll give you a hard time if you don't do this. Uh, if you went bra free, you, they would give you a hard time. I get yes, that. Yes, because sexual would, harassment is already sure. being what it is. Oh yeah. I would quit the military then. I mean, if you're in a situation, if you're in a, if you're in a, a subculture that is oppressive and not good for your health, I would say the hell with them because you know, that's, you don't have to be in the military. If you choose to do that and you choose to wear constrictive garments that are, I'm sure there's a lot more than bras that you're wearing that's tight when you're in the military. You're wearing all sorts of things on your body that's compressive and it's probably not healthy for you. But if that's the job you choose and you're willing to accept those risks and, and the discomfort, then that's your choice. But if you, uh, so that I think the military culture should change. It should be more accepting. I'm not condoning it. But if you can't get out of that, if it was me or my family member that was in a social and a job where they they said, I have to wear a bra, I'd say then get rid of the job. You know, I mean, your health is more important. Having breast cancer or breast pain or whatever is not if, if that's something you don't want um, and the future, you know, you're going to have to live with your body all your life. The job you might leave in 10 years or whenever your career is over in the job. So you know, fighting the military is not going to be easy. Uh, I'm sure fighting military culture is not going to be easy. So I would just leave the military. Um, you know, they, we shouldn't have cultures that we, we shouldn't have that. It shouldn't require that of you. And there shouldn't be prejudice against women of color either. So the bra seems like a minor point in a culture of complete oppression like that. So I would just get out of that culture of oppression. Screw it. Uh, but that's my decision. Well, that's, that's how I would handle it. I'm sorry. I'm no longer is in the military, but I'm stating that that's the way military culture is. And you cannot just say, hey, the hell with this. I'm not going to do it anymore. When you sign well, your name on the dotted line and there's an enlistment for whatever, then you don't necessarily have absolute choice. autonomy or control or choice to make your own decisions like that. If you are... Right. They'll say, if you're a nurse or something in a hospital, you can say, well, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. But I'm just simply stating, not just as a woman of color, but that that's a fact I am. But as a whole, society polices women of color very differently than they do Caucasian women. And there's no way to opt out of society with the exception of Hey, staying right. at staying at home or staying sequestered. So I understand that it is no, a yeah, yeah, it yeah. is a health yeah, health situation. But I, 
but I, I don't know the answer to that except to say that any if, if it's an oppressive culture that you're in, that's bad, period. I agree. Women of color are oppressed on many levels. This is only one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever it is that you do to become liberated from for other things uh, that of, of life and to be treated fairly, equitably, and so forth, I can understand you saying, yeah, if, if I raise extra attention, it's going to be even harder. I get that. And I'm sorry. I don't know what to say except that the culture sucks. Cultures are, are bad. Many cultures have hugely bad characteristics that need to change, you know, but if you could do it in a way that de-accentuates your breasts, okay, um, hide, hide the fact that you're not wearing a bra, wear vests, wear uh, pullover uh, sh- sweaters, uh, wear shirts with pockets over the breasts, de-accentuate it, but allow yourself to be free. <laughs> it's really up to you to, to, to make as, as good an effort as you can to free your body in the context of a culture that is not a free culture. And and it's a balancing act. You're just going to have to figure out. But there are ways, a lot of women, even white women, are very afraid of men and very afraid to be bra free. And it's, it's um, you just have to be bold. And, you know, if a man gives you a hard time, you just don't put up with it. Now, if you're, you maybe you say a white woman might not be able to put up with it but a black woman is going to have a harder time not putting up with it because there's already like, you know, there's already a bias and she's asking for trouble at that point. I get that. I don't know what to say. I'm a scientist that's just talking about the culture of the breasts of how we treat the breasts, but you're right. The culture treats people inappropriately and cause the stress that you're experiencing from that is affecting you. I mean, there's a lot of health impacts. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, we need, to change the culture on multiple levels. Ilsa, finally again. Hi. Ilsa Sorry, things are too. just starting to. They switched it on two minutes past six. Can you imagine? <laughs> Put back on the electricity, and because my phone eventually died. And the signal on my phone is so bad when there's because they put off all the cell towers, everything, everything is off. Nothing is running. It's like complete blackout. So I'm sorry. Well, I, yes. have, <laughs> I have I have to, to see you. I have to run now. So um no anyway, problem. We'll let catch me say up goodbye. again. I'm sure the show is over. Okay. It is. I, okay. That just forces you to come back again. <laughs> Thank you, Sydney. I look forward to speaking to you again okay. soon and making sure we connect with you and Elsa. Have a good one. We are going to, I want to give Miss CK the main screen because she is, I, I, CK, I love your question. You came in with a very good question and that is, I, I love how you brought different areas with it to bring an attention to an area that's needed. And I, I, I think you asked it and you brought it in such a great way. I know we had IT problems all day today, it seemed like. And, but you know what? It happens in life. I, I set out to eat a healthy meal and get all my appointments done and be on time for everything. And I'm late to things every now and then. The thing is showing up and CK didn't just disappear and say, all right, it didn't work. She came back and she hit a home run of a question. And I, I'm honored. And then Ilsa, even after the time, because we were here, she jumps back on just to say hello. That's what we're here for. That's what we want to do. I, I, I'm grateful for the community that we're building, where even when we have these different views on things, 
we're able to have a conversation. And sometimes it's tough and other times it's really tough. But today we got to have a good conversation and we got to witness history together at the beginning of the hour with um, Mr. William Shatner going into space together and just have fun with that. Uh, it's the end of the show. We're going to do our goodbyes now. Miss CK, you know how we do this. I'm going to let you go first. And then I'm going to have Ilsa say the final goodbyes today. And I already did mine by thanking you both for coming back. So, Miss CK, give us a word of motivation today. Well, first of all, happy Wednesday or Wisdom Wednesday to all. I would like to offer some encouragement and support to all that may be struggling or having a really hard time in their life right now because as we know um, mental health is very much on the forefront not just during the pandemic but in these changing times so if you find yourself struggling with your mental health or even maybe just having a really difficult time by all means find somebody to reach out to there is someone that will hear you even if it's not their family you have brandon you have elsa even myself we will listen to you if you are struggling. Mm -hmm. It is all about making a difference. And in making the difference, we cannot always change the world, but we can change the way that we look at the world. And the way mm -hmm. that we look at the world, the way that we view the world from the inside out, so is within, so is without. So even if you're struggling, just find something to be grateful for and start your day off with moments of gratitude. Everything may not be great, but yet I'm hoping that everything is not horrible either. So if we can hone in on the things that you do have to be grateful for, that can set the tone and the trajectory for how you go about your day. You don't have to have all of the answers at once. You can just take it one step at a time. And don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to just be who you are without apology or making excuse or without having to put on a mask to be good for everyone else when you're not good for yourself. So I wish everyone the best on today. Very well said, Miss CK, very well said. Hi guys, this morning when I woke up, I just felt off balance. And I also have a soul family and I spoke to my friend and I just said, you know what, I'm off and she says, just let go of the past. I have been dealing with a lot of overthinking and everything. And everything just happened and went wrong today. But I'm glad that I get this five minutes to spend with you guys. Just to say that I appreciate you. I appreciate the five minutes or the half an hour or the hour that I get to talk to Brandon. And just deal with, talk about what we're dealing with. And we can help each other because things are just so, so difficult sometimes to deal with on your own i'm glad to be here with you guys and i just want to say that um i'm gonna watch the episode now again because the internet is so sticky that i missed half of the episode and i really really want to watch it in full um i just want to do today's card um it says have an inquiring mind um, regardless of your race religion or political affiliation never hesitate to question those in authority so I just, guys, have a wonderful Wednesday. Um, and thank you for just being there for each other. Thank you all very much for today. Uh, seriously, I know we had technical difficulties left and right, but guess what? We made it through. We Now it's hemp day. It's hump day. We're getting through. 
find someone to hump to get over the hump and make sure you make the best of yourself today, guys. Thank you for joining us and talk to you again soon. CK, wait around in the back for me for a second. Okay.